Hello, welcome to the Catholic Link Podcast, the podcast for busy Catholics. My name is Father Rob Adams, and I am joined by Father George Elliott. Father George, it's good to have you on again. Great to be here. Thanks, Father Rob. Today, we are on our spirituality and prayer episode. And this time, since we're in Advent, I want to talk about silence and its effects in the spiritual life. Now, I will be perfectly honest. We were we were actually just talking before we started recording about people's upbringing and experience of faith and seminary and all that. I, I have to be honest and say silence was never something I enjoyed in in seminary. But I wonder, I wonder what Father George's experience here is. Yeah, I think maybe I don't know. They're like I, the very depth of my my being, I'm an introvert, so I kind of love silence. Like I've I've never been the kind of person that like listens to the radio all the time. Or, you know, like there are some households where you walk in and like the TV is just always on. That was never our house. Ah. I actually love silence. Like I'll drive for hours just in silence, kind of thinking and praying and and all of that like wow yeah i'm glad you're on the show you're, you're i wish i wish i could say it's because i was so holy but i think i need more just like a natural disposition <laughs> i mean think about it like this right like if 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 our dispositions either help us or hinder us in our life of faith uh this one is a ramp for you so you know yeah. you got to leverage <laughs> yeah. and meanwhile i have a, a gaping black hole um <laughs> So I think I think a lot of times though, I think a lot of people are 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 afraid of silence. I think they oh. are. And and speaking from from maybe my side of this, it's not that silence is scary because you know you'll have to face things, you know, like you'll have to deal with with the problems and the and the worries and God and all that. I think silence is hard because it makes you accept where you are and what you're doing. Mm. So do you mean, do you mean specifically that like silence keeps you from being distracted? Yeah. Um, so like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Buddhist here, so don't, don't hear it this way, but, uh-huh. but it is, it is kind of connected to maybe what a Buddhist would understand, right? They, what we do as people is we don't want to be doing what we're doing, whatever we're actually doing, whether we're sitting here talking in the chair, whatever, we don't, we can't just be there and do that thing. So if I'm in the car, I can't just be like, I'm in the car, my hands are on the steering wheel, my feet are here, they feel like this, and I'm driving to this parishioner's house, right? Or whatever, right? I'm driving to the grocery store or I'm in the grocery store and I'm buying milk. What we do is we're always either looking back to the past uh-huh. or we're looking forward to whatever we would rather be doing. Hmm. Right. So like I'm in the car and I'm listening to music because I would rather be playing video games with my friends. Okay. Right. And that's where my mind goes. And I find that silence forces us to kind of come to terms with what's really going on. Now, spiritually, I feel like that matters for us as Christians because we know that God is an eternal present. So the only way to meet God is whatever I'm actually doing, wherever I actually am. Hmm. Super interesting. 
Yeah. So just for, for total disclosure, as you were, as we're talking about that, I was kind of thinking about my own uh, kind of love of silence. And um, <clears throat> I think it's more because I'm a bit of a space cadet, right? And like my, <laughs> I'm just like always thinking about things, you know, and it's not really like, I, you know, you talked about that, like kind of being present. <laughs> I think sometimes, yeah, I'm, I'm very present and I'm just like, okay, yeah, here I am. Um, but uh, there's also plenty of me just like thinking about random stuff and, you know, kind of entertaining myself in my own brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, even, but even then, right. Like I, I don't, I don't think that that's spiritually unhealthy. I think, I think that one of the, one of the benefits that we have as Christians is that we know that our God actually cares about us. Um, and this, this is what makes us fundamentally different from like a Buddhist, right? Like where this is just kind of the law of the world and our goal in life is to connect to the way things are. You know, we do believe that as Christians, but we also know that ultimate reality is a person. Mm. And, and I think that like, when we, when we step back and let ourselves be silent, we're no longer filling up a void inside ourselves. We kind of actually have to recognize that, that void. Or even, even if like, if you find yourself able to be entertained in your own mind, sometimes, even then it's just good to know that these are the things that go through my mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I do still think there's, there's a lack. This is, this is calling me higher here um, of, of interior silence, perhaps that's still going on. Well, but I think, I think the point you're making is, is not totally lost as well that like, no, being aware of what floats across your mind when there's nothing else to push thoughts across your mind, mm -hmm. uh, a very helpful thing for self-knowledge. Well, and I, one of the things I've tried to, I've tried to work on in, in my own prayer is, so I, I, I love God very much, but I also love knowing that I gave God his due. So I set timers when I do things. So like, if I'm going to be silent, like I'll set a timer on my phone uh -huh. um, and it's not because I'm just like itching to not be doing it. Uh -huh. I just, it, it like helps me know that I gave God what I said I would give him. You know, it's like checking the the bank statement, right? That like you know, like everything's where it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's like did did I did I pray today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, was it good? No, but the timer the timer went off, right? Timer went off. Yeah, it's it's there in the numbers. <laughs> but I found one of the one of the exercises I found. Um, maybe this is kind of Carmelite. I don't know. I'm not trained in Carmelite stuff. I know Eastern stuff, and that's about it. Um, mm -hmm. but when you when you do this, when you when you're quiet and you let yourself be there with God or even just be where you are and know that God is, is there. Right. So some of these exercises, like feel my toes, feel like the, the seat where I'm sitting, feel how it feels on my legs and my back. It's not meant just to be like a psychological relaxation. It's actually meant to kind of push our discursive thought to the side, which we do all the time. And, and it's not that discursive thought is bad. Christians meditate this way, but I think sometimes our discursive thought does get in the way because we put frames on everything. We're like, oh, so I'm praying like this and I'm in a state of grace or not because of this. And God responds to me like this because of that. It's like, okay, just maybe step back and see reality for what it is. So an exercise I heard that I really liked was uh, like when you hear a bird, like you're sitting at, you're sitting and you hear a bird. Sometimes it's tempting to think like, I like that sound. Like I like the sound of that bird. Mm. Maybe even a, a more 
interior way of handling that, a, a spiritual challenge is to stop and say, okay, take me out of the equation. My liking of the bird is me putting something that's not actually in that experience, right? That there is a bird, a bird is singing, I hear it, and I feel good. Stop mm. trying to pass judgment on everything. And the exercise here is it's not it's not like, oh, we're just trying to make you calm. It's to realize how much we put a framework on reality and on God. And yeah. you gotta let you sometimes you gotta just let reality be its own thing and let God speak to you the way that he wants to. So one of the things I found that's super cool, it's it's helped me a lot, is paying attention to the thoughts that come up in prayer. So sometimes you'll be like, wow, I'm really thinking about this meeting I have later today a lot. Like it's coming up every 40 seconds <laughs> or like I had a really good interaction with people after church and it made me feel good. And I'm thinking about it a bazillion times uh -huh. or like I am dreading that I have to stay up all night and do this thing. Pay attention to those things because they show you where your heart is going. And that's not always bad. It doesn't mean like you're evil, but it just means like this thing is important to me. Or mm -hmm. this is something I, I, you know, one, one thing I found for a lot of people, they don't realize some good, but scrupulous people will think about how much, you know, God is angry at them every 30 to 40 seconds. And you're like, yeah. that's not good, uh -huh. but you wouldn't know it if you weren't silent. Yeah, the, the, um, just talking about this, it reminds me, I really like, well, I, I find Joseph Pieper to be interesting as an author and philosopher. Um, <clears throat> and one of the concepts that I really love from him uh, is primarily in his work, it's, I think it's called In Tune with the World, where he talks a lot about what he, the term he uses is contemplation, that it's it's actually just about, you know, allowing the world to go by and to simply recognize what is there just just soak that in and so when we think about um like the, the acts of the intellect right like first there's there's apprehension then judgment and then reasoning um that you know judgment and reasoning both really require that apprehension to actually happen properly in order for judgment and reasoning to to achieve their, their proper ends and if if we don't you know what's referred to as apprehend which is basically just kind of like recognizing and accepting reality first then we cannot um yeah do the other things which obviously in our, our intellect hopefully <laughs> rules uh the rest of our life right sure no that's that's actually a really good way to put it if if we don't have a clear picture of what's really going on our judgments about it are always going to be a little bit skewed you know if we build the house and the foundation isn't lined up the whole building's going to lean a little bit that's great good good connection back to the back to the scriptural images, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but, but so one of the things that I, I, I find that I, like I caught myself doing a lot was I would look at like a situation in my parish, like a, even a bad one. Mm -hmm. And I would find like, what I would do is I was building shortcuts into my thought pattern, right? Where you see somebody and you're like, okay, this person isn't doing what they're supposed to do. And then they're doing this. And so now I'm going to, I'm going to have to respond like it's really bad. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of like stepping back and saying, okay, first off, I've put a framework on them. Uh -huh. I'm like, you are someone I have to deal with. Instead of stepping back and being like, you are a man, you are a woman, 
right? You are married or not. You are like, just step, just like observe, step back and be like, okay, this is the person. And I found that a lot of times, even if it didn't give me a different answer, even though sometimes it does, sometimes you do get a different answer if you show your work. But I found a lot of times I was just more peaceful, more able to do what God wanted me to do because Mm. I wasn't, I wasn't creating shortcuts, right? Like, oh, well, here I go. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, it just, it's, it's nicer. It's, it's, it's better. And so I find that this spiritual, this, this silence, it helps our spiritual life in not, not simply an intangible way. You know, it's not just like, oh, you, you need to be silent so that you can hear God tell you what to do more. It's like, no, this, this silence will make you closer to God and a better thinker, a better human being. And, yeah. and that, that's what we should see, right? If body and soul are really meant to be a, a unity, then what's good for our soul should help our bodies. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, it just to kind of wrap it up, it, it, it seems like there's a kind of that in silence, we come face to face with the truth. Um, and of course, Jesus Christ is the truth. Um, and, and he was the perfect man, both, you know, spiritually and physically right and so that like yeah all of it will come together there the more we just you know sit and encounter truth there you go the truth behind all truths is christ himself so i just i just i hope that people at least during advent that you maybe take a little bit of time to be silent you know whether that's just a certain amount of time during the day or a big change you know but just find a way to be silent because i think it will help you in a lot more ways than just some kind of abstract spiritual contemplation. But that's my plug. I hope that this Advent season is a fruitful spiritual time for you to encounter the Lord when he comes to meet us all. Once again, big thanks to Father George for coming on to the podcast today. Thanks for having me. You can find all of our previous material over there at catholiclink.org. I also want to put a plug in for our small group initiative. We are starting some small groups for anybody who's who's looking for a little bit of accountability or some kind of personal mentorship or little small community to help develop your life of faith, this is a really great way to do that. So if that's something that, that piques your interest, you can head on over to catholiclink.org and see all the information over there. Until next time, my name is Father Rob Adams. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.